Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 98, looking at Joshua chapter 7 and 8, and then Acts chapter 2 and the first 13 verses. As we look into Joshua, you would think that after the fall of Jericho, the people would be inspired and encouraged to follow God faithfully and to trust in his ways. Well, you would think wrong. Chapter 7 introduces a familiar problem, the matter of unfaithfulness. This time, a member of Judah had stolen the holy items, presumably for material gain. And because of this, the Lord immediately removes his blessing and protection from the people. For the Lord cannot bless the people if they so blatantly sin against him. Once the issue had been resolved and the sin had been exposed, it was then important for Joshua to lead the people once again in the holy ways of God. It is only when he does this that God can then bless with victory over the enemies. Notice the key issue when there is sin in the camp. God cannot bless. Apply this to the church, to the congregation, to the leadership, to the pastor. When there is such blatant sin in the camp, God cannot bless. We must continually humble ourselves before our Lord, keep his ways and follow after him if we are to see the church grow. Why would God bless the church if the church is unfaithful to him? Loyalty is more than words. We must live out our faith in such a way that is worthy of the blessing of God. Consider the issue here. Are you the individual with blatant disregard to what God is saying, doing or commanding in the church? Do you realise that the Lord cannot bless until this is dealt with? I would encourage the church to humbly come before King Jesus, no forgiveness in his name, no renewal through him, and then faithfully serve the Lord. When all this truly happens, I am certain that the Lord will bless the church. Let's head now into Acts. The word Pentecost comes from the Greek word Pentecosti, which means 50th. This was the 50th day after Passover, and this Pentecost day would be different from the ones before, for this would mark the giving of the Holy Spirit. Remember when we read through John's Gospel, Jesus comforted the disciples by explaining that the Holy Spirit would be given as their guide and support, that they would be able to live out the missional task of the Great Command and Great Commission through the Spirit whom the Father would send after Jesus. It was at this first Pentecost, after the death and resurrection of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit was given in a most powerful way. It was a unique day, as the Holy Spirit descended on the early believers, and we see this in the divided tongues as the Spirit was given. Yet notice what this passage says. They were speaking the tongues of many languages. With many foreign travellers around, all were able to understand in their own mother tongue. It was like the Tower of Babel, but in reverse. Once the people were divided by language, but through the Spirit the people were united together. Clearly, some were truly inspired by this, while others thought it all a bit weird. There's one undeniable truth in this passage. The Spirit had been given. The Spirit is one that we rely upon to help us remain faithful to King Jesus. The Spirit prompts us to do the right thing, to avoid the wrong thing, to speak in certain ways at certain times. The Holy Spirit is that strength and protection to remain a Christ follower in times of trial and persecution. We praise God for the Spirit, for we know from our, our John's Gospel reading, through the Spirit our hearts will not be troubled, for we have a great comforter and counsellor in the Spirit. We must remember the help of the Spirit, for it's only through the Spirit that we can truly live for Jesus. And that's the undeniable truth. Without the Spirit, we cannot follow Jesus. Without Jesus, we cannot be in relationship with our Creator God, the Heavenly Father. This is the Father, Son and Spirit working together. Let's pray.
Father, we do pray that we would be a people that are faithful, that we would live out our faith before you in a worthy manner. We pray that we would be obedient and humble before you. And Father, we pray that the Spirit would guide us to live a life, one of humility, one of loyalty to Jesus, and one focused on the task, the great command, and the great commission. So Father, we pray this in your name. Amen.